Hey, it's Eamon here, your editor, your best friend, and your down south boy. I've been traveling a lot for work and haven't been able to do any recording in the last two weeks. So what I have for you is an unreleased episode from the 30th of November last year that... Similar thing, but the opposite. I couldn't edit it in time. So it's been sitting in the corner gathering dust, and I think there's a bunch of fun moments in it. I hope you like it, and we're super sorry we couldn't do a really fresh one for this week. But we're doing a lot of prep soon that will prevent this in the future, and we'll see you next week. Bye. There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. So I broke my phone a couple of weeks back inadvertently by trying to use good security on it, but doing it too well, if you ask me. So I bought it. I had an old Windows phone before that, which was awful and didn't do anything it, uh, to unlock it. I didn't need a code. I think I just sort of looked at it and it went, eh, I don't have security. I don't give a shit. None of your stuff's good anyway. There's no apps. What's the point? So we got the new phone and it had a thumbprint scanner and a pin code. And I was like, you beauty. I've got no one can get into my phone but me. Little did I know the me, the but me would actually also later include me. <laughs> when um, the phone ran out of batteries and I couldn't use the thumbprint code, which I had my, my thumbprint to open it like I had been become very used to doing. And it was like, I'm not accepting that. I need your pin code. And I was like, I don't know what my pin code is. Why would I know that? I use a thumbprint scanner. And then it went, yeah, nah, all right. Everything's deleted. And I was like, Ugh! So I went, all right, it's easy. I'll just recover. I'll just reset it, delete everything. There's nothing on her anyway. It's only a new phone. Cool. Then I went, okay, but I need you Google. A previous you used Google account to get into this. I went, fine, whatever. I'll just, I forget my password. But it's easy enough whenever I lose a password on the internet. Who gives a shit? You just literally get it back in five seconds. It's not hard at all. So I did that and it went, mm, okay, we'll just send a message to your phone. This is Google talking. Okay, we'll just send a message to your phone to confirm that you're changing your uh, password for your email so you can log in on your phone. Uh, cool. All right. I can't access my phone. Here's what you did is you locked your house keys in the car and then you closed the front door and you locked your car keys in the house and you're just standing on the street. And I locked the car also in the house. <laughs> And so when you finally recovered it, you were waiting, what, like 24 hours for the phone to unlock so that you could get back into it? Yeah, like to like what I had to do in the end was I to get into the to get into the phone I needed the in the email and to get in the email I needed the phone. So I had to put my SIM card into a different phone, which took a shocking amount of effort to do because everyone has different sized SIM card slots that I know. I did that in the end, recovered the thing, got back in, finally put my email back in. The phone was like, excellent. You got to wait 24 hours before we work though. And I was like, no, please wait 24 hours, idiot. I just, I just, I just thought that was so vindictive, but yeah. But yeah. Welcome to But Yeah with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. I'm Zeb. And Zeb is locked out of his phone again because he's terrible at technology. No, I'm not. No, he's not. No, my phone works just fine now. Sure it does. The, the life since that era has fine. I know I don't remember my pin code, but I just don't let it run out of batteries. <laughs> Preventative. Um, so I've thus learned my lesson. So today we're talking about computer security. It's computer security day on the 30th of November. It's all about uh, just sort of like... Figuring out the best things to do to make your life a bit more secure on the internet. It was started in 1988, around the time computers started becoming more popular. 
Before that, if someone said computer security, you'd probably just like shake your head at them. Get burned as a witch. Tell them, go, go get back in the nerd hole. Get back in the nerd hole, you nerd. Yeah. Friggin' go, go upgrade some chips. I don't have a basis for any computer terms because I'm a 1980s guy. I've got a business to run. Remember chips challenged the game? Ah, oh, yeah. They had to collect chips. I had like a knockoff one called Zeke the Geek. Is that the penguin no, one? No, Zeke the Geek. Zeke the Geek. And it had like royalty-free music and you were like a mushroom boy. And you had to go open these doors. <laughs> um, anyway. So I'm t- were you still collecting chips at least? No, I think you were collecting like other mushrooms to eat because you're a horrible cannibal or something like that. That's horrible. Hang on, let me let me get you. Let me describe you, Zeke the Geek, in real time. Oh, there we go. Zeke the Geek. How can Zeke get to the mushroom? He's a little red boy with a blue hat and he wants that mushroom. And Man. that's the only thing I have for it. It came out in 2000. I've been there, Zeke the Geek. So I've been trying to think of what to do for Computer Security Day. I think I'm going to change all my passwords because I've been really bad with that. I'm at least better than you, Ew. who doesn't know their password. Why would you change your passwords, Eamon? You don't. You don't know your passwords. At least I know mine. Although I know some of them. If you if you get physically hacked, by which I mean someone like grabs you and yells at you to tell them your password, you can't tell them because you don't know. I'm safe. <laughs> That's I'm your plan. plan. That's like a redundancy plan. <laughs> like, if anyone tries to hack, in case in case they get me, <laughs> in case they get you, it's important that no one knows the codes. So what I'm gonna do at the moment is I'm gonna go have a look at my Google account. I pulled this up just before Google has this little security checkup thing, and I'm just gonna have a look and sort of mm. rate my profile. I think so. I've got 12 open issues apparently, which is super awesome. Four recent events, which is me logging into stuff. Five third-party apps who are allowed to use parts of my account. I have seven issues with my devices, which are like I've got all my old phones that haven't been used for like 500 days. (laughs) Technically still have um, access to the account. Ooh, that's dangerous. And I have four verification methods, which is good. I got a little green tick for that because I got my phone, my email. What's what's some good verification methods? Phone, email, security question. I've got one and it betrayed me, which is I uh, get a text message. I don't trust any device. Security question. I've got a pretty deep. Trust no one. Isn't that the first the first tenant of security? Trust, trust no, no one. one. Yeah, Google. Uh, I've got like a little green tick against t- against trust no one. <laughs> so I've got a security. Not even, not even yourself. <laughs> I've got a security question I can actually answer. Which is handy. Like what? Oh, I'm not going to say it. Like, no, don't, don't give me, don't give me your security question, obviously. But like, mine are always really esoteric. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the, like other accounts that I don't give a damn about, I just do like, what is the color blue? And the answer, pizza. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'm sort of like, I, I know what I'm like. I know what I'd answer to this. What's your favorite moon? And then just the answer's like Honda or something. It's just like- You know, winky face. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, most of the security questions I do are bad, like on other accounts. But this one I've actually got an answer to, which is good. The hard part is picking a question that no one else would be able to answer, which I haven't really done here, um, which most people don't really do. I'm sure that's a big problem for security questions. I mean, the idea is that, uh, I mean, usually if it's someone who knows you, usually they can get answered. But like, 
the idea is someone random off the internet, like your your friend probably isn't going to be hacking you. Yeah. Or they're the most likely to hack you. Hack no one. I mean, trust trust no one. Yeah. Do you think I'd know your security question out of curiosity, unrelated um, to that? Um. Yeah, you would. Okay. So the hard part with security questions is you've got to pick something that's sort of based on hard facts, but also isn't hard facts someone else can get. Like, <laughs> you, like if you do like, what's your favorite? What was your favorite game growing up? You're like, oh my god, what the hell was that? No, everyone knows this because I always talk about it constantly or something. No, no, it's I can't remember what my favorite game. Why did I answer? The Sims house party in that. You must have loved. You must have loved that game growing up. Yeah, but that's the problem. Is there's so many different. Why this? Why, specific, why specifically the Sims house party? You know, you're talking about the Sims earlier. No, but I mean, like, why not Sims Night Out? That was a way better expansion. <laughs> oh, because we had the Sims house party. <laughs> that was the only one we had. <laughs> so it was just non-stop party. <laughs> um. So. I haven't changed my password in a long time. Is that what it says? Just literally a long time? Uh, it's just it's just a picture of Sundar Pichai shaking his head at me. <laughs> man, I hate getting judged by the CEO of Google. He's always been like, doing it wrong, man. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up, Google. Mr. Google, I assume. Yeah, I know. He's always judging. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a new strong password right now. I'm going to Google create strong password and let's have a look at what we can do. Oh man, I'm never going to remember that. I, and I'm going to have to start using a password manager if I use that. Do, do you think password managers are safe or are they bad? I don't trust them. I'm like, only I should manage my passwords and then I forget them all. <laughs> so that's the problem. Here's the, here's the thing is um, if you have like a local password manager, like you don't have one... Are we talking like a person as a, like you hire a password manager? Yeah, like you hire a full-time password manager. His name is <laughs> um, Dejeric and and he follow, he comes with you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to, th- I've been thinking about password managers recently. I don't know if I'm going to use one because it seems pretty inconvenient, but also it's probably important to get like, to get that so you can use strong passwords and actually remember them because the only other option is use a weaker password that I can remember or store my passwords in like a note. There's this system I saw of just like basically you think of like three co- as unrelated po- as possible objects you can possibly think of and then like link them with numbers and random num- like characters and like that'll make a strong password no matter what because it's just so like three points of information. This password generator generates um, the, the random password and also generates a way to remember it. So here's an example. Oh. Um, let's go... <laughs> um, so it's close parentheses, open square brackety thingy, Hulu, not laptop, um, squiggly hyphen, <laughs> four, nine, park, hyphen, two, golf trip, open, um, uh, open brackets, um, star symbol, USA. Now let me try to remember that. Oh, let me try to remember that from memory. That's awful. Um, so I think it was close parentheses. I remember the, I remember the star USA. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was close parentheses, open square bracket, uh, star, um, laptop nut, um, <laughs> uh, squiggly hyphen, colon. I'm done. Yeah, I can't remember that password. <laughs> not off, not not reading it once. So let me think of one good now. Some passwords require you to have that sort of like yeah those digits. You need those digits, man. Well, otherwise, what what's the point really? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's like other sites will require you to have like an uppercase letter 
uh, like an exclamation point, um, like mm. an emoji and like a happy face. Your bank details. And no one likes those sites. I feel like all of them, I feel like almost all sites do that now. Like, I don't think I've seen it in a while that they haven't done that to me. I haven't felt. Here's like the standard. It's Google and they're all they're requiring me to use at least eight characters. Hmm. Don't use a password from another site or something too obvious like your pet's name. Why? Question mark. Let's have a look. Because everyone knows what your pet is. It's security day. Everyone knows the name of your pet. Don't use the name of your pet. I know that its name is something quirky like either a human name or the name of a fruit or the name of the thing it kind of looks like. <laughs> What's the name of your pet? Uh, uh, money. Your pet is money. That's a pretty good pet name. I thought, I thought what do I like? Come here, money. Oh, no, it's just you. <laughs> uh, so I've changed my password. I think I like it. And hopefully, well, it doesn't even have to do anything. It's going to be better than having my same password for ever. Why should we change them? Like, what's, I don't really, I mean, unless you're going around saying what your password is every week. Well, here's a good reason to change them is that a lot of people use the same password across a lot of things, okay. even though everything explicitly tells them not to. <laughs> um, so a good reason to change them is because some companies get hacked and the passwords get put into like a database of passwords to use against your email address on different sites. Okay. And so if you still have the same password from like 10,000 years ago, Someone could easily just try and log in using that or use the feature that lets you put in an old password to verify that you're you. Mm, okay. So that's a, that's like a big problem. Like there was a bunch of huge hacking events this year um, or like reveals that things were covered up. Mm. Like Uber revealed that last year um, they had a big um, breach of emails and stuff like that. I'm not sure if they had um, passwords but uh, they definitely had some information hacked and they didn't tell anyone. Mm. They actually, the security guy actually paid like a hundred grand to get it covered up. Oh, wow. And so when that got revealed, he got fired, obviously. Yeah. Um, because they were going through like a huge lawsuit at the time as well. So like that would have been horrible news for them yeah. if they got out at the time. Um, but also bad that they covered it up. Yeah, probably badder, really. But Yeah. Okay, so that I think I think I'm happy with changing that password. I'll probably do the rest tomorrow or something, or mm. as um as I get further away from Internet Security Day and forget about it. Mm. Um, so where were we up to? Tell me more about security. Okay, so a big thing, like a big like boiling pot of internet of like security in general, has been encryption. Mm. Just sort of like there's this big um conversation about it past year, this past two years, where the U.S. government wants to be able to have a backdoor to encrypted devices and encrypted files. Right. Yeah. That whole thing with like the Apple phone last year that we're talking about, which was a pretty big controversy. Yeah. And this isn't really something someone can personally do anything about. Um, it's more just like a big conversation that's happening and we're going to just see how it goes. It's, mm. Hopefully it goes in the way of um, like logic, which is if you have this technology that encrypts things, um, don't break it. And make it unusable by anyone. Yeah, just remember your passwords. Don't have to recover them every time your phone um, locks you out. Yeah, that's nothing to do with it. Who would do that? Who would do that? Horrible. Horrible, irresponsible people. Do you know the thing with the encryption? The whole um, the whole thing that the government wants? I know that there was the whole thing with Apple that I remember last year where they were like, we need to break into this phone because it probably has terrorist information. And iPhones, like, well, Apple's just like... We refuse to do that because once we do that, you know how to get into Apple iPhones 
And they went, yeah, but we want to. And they went, yeah. no. And they went, yeah. And they went, no. Nah. Yeah, they still went, no. They eventually, uh, they said no. Eventually, the government hired out a third party to break into it anyway. And they're like, yeah, we did it anyway. Oh, did they actually get into it? Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they got into it in that case. Um, and okay. at the moment, they've filed out like a giant budget for hiring out third party organizations to do that. Oh, wow. Which is like going to create like this whole other problem. Mm. Um, but the main argument is that encryption is just math turning files into something that you can't read without the second, the, the key yeah. to get into it. But you can get that key if you have a fast enough processor and enough time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no matter what, eventually you can get the key unless... You get, like, encryption that's impossible to get, which isn't really possible given enough time and processing. Yeah. So there's almost always a way to get into the encryption. (laughs) It's just time and processing. And, like, especially if you're setting... Especially if you are setting bad passwords. Random addendum. Sorry to interrupt there, but I think this is hilarious and I don't want to forget it. Yeah. Um, Someone hacked Sony or something like that, or they hacked some big company and then released data on the passwords they didn't release the password they just released data and like the most common password was fraser like the show fraser (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't give out my new password (laughs) like apparently that was just a really popular part it's just like it was like accounted for like some enormous percent i don't remember the percent i don't want to go as far as saying 10 percent, but like (laughs) it was a big proportion of this company's voter like Password ship. People just set awful <laughs> passwords. It's like one, two, three, Fraser. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy. That's insane. So yeah, the whole thing is that you can get into encryption with math Ooh. given processing and time. So anyone can do that um, with those two things. And the government wants to be able to access it with the key given to them by uh, the companies who are developing the encryption or setting it up they want to have the instant access the issue is that the government can't guarantee that the key that that is given to them is held secret yeah just like they can't really guarantee anything um and it's not like a physical key where someone can get it and then it's gone it can just be copied and then all of a sudden all the encryption using that key is ruined yeah so it just takes one leak and then all those things are done the only other option is um the government just develops these um Programs where they have faster and faster computers to keep breaking the encryption. But then it kind of ends up with a bit of an arms race where, like, don't, don't they just have to make... Well, I suppose you can't make a more powerful encryption. Can you? Just make it bigger? Have more numbers? I think you can, yeah. I think it can just keep increasing. Mm. So it just it just becomes an arms race. Like, it just keeps getting more difficult to crack and the computers just keep getting faster. But, like, to make the bigger encryption codes, like, it doesn't require more technology. You just go, oh, I add 10 digits. <laughs> Done. Like, well, the technology to do, like, for each, for doing that, it's like the other person has to, we have to invent 20 years of computing. From what I understand, it it takes a lot more computing to break the encryption than it does to encrypt it to begin with. Yeah. But the main thing is, their argument is that if they don't have the backdoor into encryption, they can't access, like, random devices and things like that that may hold criminal data that they need to access to do their job. So their argument is um, give us a backdoor so we can get that data. Mm. The issue is if they have the key, it could get into the wrong hands and then all the encryption would be useless anyway. Yeah. And people are also really, really weird about people like the government being able to access their shit as is without having access to their emails or their phone data. Yeah. Or whatever they've got stored on their phone. I mean, well, they could already monitor your phone data. Like this whole thing. 
Um, one of my friends was talking about how they mentioned something they'd never mentioned or talked about before, and like two days later, it was getting advertised to them on Facebook. Ah, uh, yeah. And like someone did like an experiment where they specifically did that and like systematically, and then see how many days it took. And like it was almost like the same day that stuff was showing up. Like, yeah, with advertising tracking. I was just talking about cat food. Neither of them, neither of them, neither of them own cats. They just talked about cats and cat food a heap one day, and then it was advertising cat food. They didn't put any search history into it. They didn't own a cat. There was no reason besides <laughs> their conversing that that would get advertised to them. Yeah, so you can kind of avoid that by becoming like a social hermit and avoiding certain sites and using end-to-end encryption like conversation programs and things like that and mm. using a VPN and clearing all your data every time you use the internet. Um, I'm not like that, obviously. I, I, I like to live in yeah. the modern age where I don't have to fear everything. I don't feel like I need to fear everything. I am. <laughs> no, the modern age is a scary place. It's full of people. <laughs> people yeah, hate people. <laughs> Unlike ever before. Just in general. Too many people. Too many people. There's more people than... There's more people alive, I think, than there's ever been people at the moment, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, in all of history, all of people combined, I think... I don't know if I'm making this stat up. I feel like I'm only half remembering it, but it might be true. And if it is, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Like, if you think about the world, like yeah, because like I mean, like, an economy couldn't have supported this many people. Yeah, well, like, like without this complexity. Yeah, like ancient Rome and stuff like that. These mass- massive civilizations were like this was the biggest empire ever, and it was crazy and complicated, and it had a population of about two million people. Sydney's bigger than that, like by three times. Yeah, something like that. So, like, if we just trans, if we just got like a a whole city yeah. transporter and send it back in time, <laughs> like Sydney would be the world empire. would probably take over. <laughs> just- <laughs> oh God, no. Just no, no drinking after 12 or whatever. Always. Yeah. Good those, cultural traits. Those Romans would be angry. They'd be like, we want to drink our lead wine, which makes us all our teeth fall out all the time. Constantly. Did you say lead wine? Yeah, they used to sweeten their wine with lead. Oh, God. Did they not have sugar? I think they did, but wine was better at it because it was also... I don't know. I think they <laughs> sugar was expensive, but lead was more yeah. expensive, so they used the lead. It was in the pipe. It was in the pipes. Like, the pipes had, had lead as well. Yeah, they're probably made of lead. I don't know. They just like the taste of lead. Like, have you ever licked lead? It's fucking... It's to die for. I've, Literally. I've had it, yeah. I've had, like, artisanal lead. You go to, like, one of those restaurants where they make special dishes. Remember eating pencils as a kid? It's like that, but way better because they're not even lead. Yeah, like graphite. Graphite's more bitter, though. Yeah, it's not as good. I wouldn't put graphite in my wine. Yeah. I hate when you chew a pencil when you're a child and then you get to the leady center. And you're like, ugh. Ugh, this isn't actual lead. I want to- <laughs> This isn't delicious. Where's the sweet core? <laughs> um, so, speaking of um, sweet cores, it's time to go take an ad break. So the new things are in. The new things? Oh my God, that's my favorite. Yeah, so the new things, they're in. And they're here. Get used to it. They're coming for you. Not again, but I like that. Again, yeah, that's right. Again, every year, the new ones, the new things, they're back. Oh, I just hate how they feel on my mouth. They're better than ever. And we think you're going to love them. We know that our competitor- The other company. Has been really disappointing you, lady. 
lately. Lady. D- and disappointing you, lady. Yeah, you in particular, lady. You, lady. Uh, uh, Jessica. Jessica. They've been- The other competitor have been disappointing you. And the new things are here, and they're good. They, they are. They are. They're real. They're real good. They're, they're not fake. They're like- uh, They're not like the olden days. They're actually better. They're sort of a new twist on what you used to love. Yes. Have that, like, like you know how you like nostalgia? Forget that. That's old. You don't want that. This is way better than nostalgia. Nostalgia's like... This is Nostalgia past, X10 fire, 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 fire. 2.3. So yeah, the new things are in. Get, get some. Go get them. Now, we're talking about... Welcome! Well, not really welcome. You're, you don't say welcome no. to someone who's already in the building. I mean, if you're welcoming, you do. Yeah, I'll, when, Depends how rude you when are. When was the last time you went to a party and someone said welcome, like, at all? Isn't it usually just show up and... I've, I've, I, I go to parties and say welcome. <laughs> uh, so, I went to a film festival over the weekend, which is like a... Um, Who said, did, anyone, did anyone go welcome? No, no one welcomed me, actually. They're like, hello. What a shit festival. Hi. What an awful festival. Come in. No one says welcome nowadays. That's old. You're not welcome, but you can come in. (laughs) (laughs) It's what they said with their eyes. Yeah, so I went to like a um, sort of an indie film festival of stuff that's just been made in Western Sydney. And it was really cool. Um, We went last year and there's a bunch of student films and other like stuff by the local production companies. And one of them was um, sort of Black Mirror-y. It was about... um, like a future where you can get an implant just to sort of live your life through. Um, but mainly the person in the in the film was using it to control their like their diet and their exercise. Ah. So they were um it's like social media essentially. So like a Fitbit. Yeah, like a Fitbit but in your ear. Um not even in your ear. Yeah. Inside like the skin next to your ear. So like just stuffed right in there. Yeah. And then you have these glasses that are on twenty four seven, I think. So you just like Google Glass. Yeah. So these glasses are permanently yeah, attached yeah. to your head through an implant, and um, yeah, you have this like virtual interface where you can um, talk to people socially and chat, and it sort of becomes like uh, comp- like competitive and sort it doesn't of doesn't sound that new. Doesn't sound very new. No, I think this is the old that model. Sounds like that sounds like the old thing. Sounds like Google Glass. <laughs> um, sounds like a phone. Sounds like a phone. Yeah, but in in your face. And the main thing was that you can't take it off. You have to like either not get it or surgically get it back off. Um, and so this girl, um, she wanted to get like the popularity points for whatever reason. I guess you get money, maybe. I can't remember. I'm not sure if they covered it, but sounds exactly like an episode of Black Mirror. It is very Black Mirror-y. So eventually, she uh, starts doing these challenges where it's like um, uh, you have to wake up, and if you don't wake up, there's just this ringing in your head. That just makes you get up and complete the exercise, and if you don't get up and do that, it just keeps ringing. And eventually, she takes on. Well, it sounds like that sounds like work every day. Yeah, I know, right? And <laughs> um, eventually, she sets it to the maximum to try and get all the popularity and get like a shout out by this cool fitness lady. And then she yeah. wakes up and it's like buzzing super hard. And the machine warned her not to do it because it was like, "This is above your fitness level." And she does it mm. anyway. And she wakes up and has to do the exercise, and she can't. And then she like... So it kills her. So it starts killing her and then she rips it out and then she survives wow. and she has all these scars. It tries to kill her? It's just pretty intense. It doesn't try to kill her. She she did it wrong. 
and then she starts oh. dying because it's like ringing in her head and she can't stop it without ripping it out. So it's not the technology that's bad. It's just that people. She's an idiot. Kinda. Kind of like how people don't set their like set or remember their passwords for things. Yeah, or if people like set their clocks wrong and get late to things. If people don't remember the pin code for their phone and then can't get into it. Yeah, or if people like message their friend at lunchtime and desperately cry for help on how to get into their phone. That's you. <laughs> Me. It's you. No, it's not. It's Eamon. Yeah. Sounds exactly like something you'd do. Yeah. So how does that tie into security? You tell me, Zeb. I just did. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um. So do you ha- do you know do you have any other movies and things like that that um feature like issues to do with computer security? I watched this movie on Netflix a while ago. Fuck, what was it called? called Eyeboy. <laughs> Why? Don't judge it by the name. Why did you Don't click that? Don't judge it by the name. Don't judge it by the name. <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> it, it, it isn't very good, but it's okay. It's got um the the assassin kid from Game of Thrones who wears people's faces. Arya Stark. Um, Arya Stark, the actor, uh, Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah, she's in it as just this random character, but she's not the main character. She's like the friend who's there when this other guy like. I don't know. Something happens to him. I think he trips and just lands on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But then he has technology powers. Um, and he can, like, he can, like, listen to people's phone calls and, like, hack into shit and, like, do stuff online with just his mind. Okay. So, you know, regular stuff we can all do anyway. Yeah. But he can do it magically. And, like, I guess the computer security aspect of it is um, if there's a kid with these powers, you can't do anything against him. <laughs> so, we got to... Eventually, Someone, I think he, I think he shoots out like a like a Wi-Fi laser and blows everyone, like blows the bad guy up. Someone's got to stop this boy. Yeah, we need to set better passwords. That's what we need to do. But also, like, what if he forgets the pin code to his mind? He's, he's trapped there forever. <laughs> like no, unless he can like put his mind into a different body. Um, call Google and <laughs> get tech support to help him. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good computer security movie I've seen. Um, first thing that- I mean good good computer security movies are also okay bring in the hacker yeah. in comes the hacker I'm gonna hack it and then he goes wait, 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 wait. oh you did it you hacked it and he goes I oh, know I did I just I yeah, he did. like opens Microsoft Word and types um, hacking hack computer hack and then it's like zooms right into the pixels yeah he bashes his face against the keyboard for about five minutes and they go I'm <laughs> triggering the mainframe <laughs> like you did it again Hackerman. I'm disabling... Johnny Hackerman. I'm disabling the protocols. But then, like, actual hacking is just sort of like, you call them up and be like, what's your password? And they go, oh, it's this. Yeah, pretty much. It's like... like just specifically call the person up and specifically ask them what their security question is. Hey, man, what's the name of your pet? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Oh, hello, stranger. The name of my pet is this. And they go, okay, bye. Yeah. Or, or it's, um... Uh, hey, sir. Oh, hello. Um... Friendo. Hello. Um, Hello. Can you friend. stay on the line for a moment? Wait, are you a friend in this scenario or are you someone no, else? No, I'm a, I'm a random caller. I'm saying okay. greetings, friend. Um, hello. Hello. Would you be able to stay on the line for a second? Sure. All right. Then I take that voice clip of you saying, sure. And I use that to convince other um, other other people <laughs> or other um, like voice assistants that it's you. <laughs> Are you this? Are you this person? Sure. Sure. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Zeb, it's it's your buddy hey. Eamon. Um, I'm just I'm just wondering if you can um come help me with something. Sure. <laughs> if you jo- join in on this podcast, sure. <laughs> just me saying sure for the whole podcast. All right. It's like wow, Zeb really had a lot to contribute this episode. It's like hello, Zeb's bank. Um, I mean, hello, my bank. <laughs> I need to withdraw a bunch of money. And they're like, are you sure? And I play your voice clip and I said, sure. And they're like, that checks out. <laughs> also, I'll be withdrawing this money over the phone. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Is telephone banking still a thing? I don't know. Can you still get money out of phones? I think so. I mean, you can do it on the internet. You, Why would you even do it on the did phone? Did people used to be able to go to pay phones and be like, I want some money. And then the money would come out of the phone. I don't know. That seems like it'd be convenient. I don't think it would come out of the. F- I don't think it would come out of the phone. But that's how I would do it. Like I'd like to make a withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, just reach into the coin slot and just keep pulling coins out for about five minutes. <laughs> it just spews out. I'd like to withdraw a hundred dollars. Just change all over the floor and like. <laughs> That is connected to like a valve. There's like a central like change tank at the bottom of the city, <laughs> and it just fills the phone booth with change. Like, yeah. No, until they get you. Yeah, and just keeps- in case you in change. Yeah, it just keeps. And if you if you don't have a job and you reach into it, you get sucked into it and you're trapped in there. <laughs> and that's how telephone operators are made. <laughs> Telemarketers. I think that wraps up our our serious discussion. On computer security. Yeah. Um, change your passwords. Make them good. Don't just make them your pet's name or whatever. Add numbers. Make like 10 of them. Use an encryption. Uh, hide from the government. Don't speak near your phone. Delete your accounts. Um, shut your computer down. Burn it using that cool... Unplug from the grid. Burn it using, I think it's thallium or thamium. Some sort of like high, high flame burning metal that just burns through your hard drive. Do that. Uh, escape to the forest and start your new life as a bird hunter. Specifically, a bird hunter. You, that's the only. That's the only occupation now. Yeah, all other occupations require internet connection. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, have you seen a bird hunter? They don't need the internet. No. Oh. They just get out there with their little handbook. I would though. And shoot. <laughs> they shoot some birds or grab them with their bare hands. I'd need Google. I'd need. I'd need Google images. No, no. You get that little book with all the pictures of the birds in it. And you're set. Aren't birds kind of like you just have to take a photo of them and then you have you you caught it? Well, that's what that's what the novices do. But when you get to the more advanced level of the bird watcher, you upgrade to bird hunter, and then you get to physically catch the birds to add to your collection. <laughs> you have to unlock that skill. Yeah, and you need a thousand unique birds. Exactly. You have to like grind through it. You just take a photo of literally every bird you see, regardless, just to level up. Yeah, and eventually... I just go down to the beach and take photos of seagulls every day. In about 10 years, I'll finally have enough experience. You know how delicious exotic birds are? Like, imagine chicken. No. Now imagine fancy chicken. Man. That does sound pretty good. That chicken seems pretty fancy in my mind. Yeah. Random random bird fact, though, um, for our listeners. Just the closing, closing fact. So, there's actually two bird facts from New Zealand. There's what, there was once a bird with a wingspan, I think, bigger than a car... It's extinct now, but it used to, like, eat children. It didn't rhyme. Um, it, used to, it used to just kidnap children and fly off, and they'd be like, Damn you, giant bird! But obviously not in English, in, in, in New Zealand language. But it's extinct now. I think it went extinct like, the 1800s. Maybe it's more ancient than that. I don't know, but 
It was a real bird. That's crazy. On the other end of the spectrum, though, there's this bird that's like, it kind of looks like a hybrid between a, a parrot and an owl that can't fly. Okay. So it's like the, the, the dodo of New Zealand. Um, it's called the kookapo. Um, look them up. They're the most adorable thing ever, but they're so gullible. They're nearly hunted to extinction because to hunt them, you literally walk up to it and pick it up. <laughs> And you just eat it with your bare like, hands. And that, that's, <laughs> you've hunted, you've hunted it. Much like the dodo, but for some reason it hasn't gone extinct. I guess the dodo was, I don't know. Just really bad at gambling. Really, yeah. Had had problems yeah. outside of that. Had other unrelated problems besides being un- difficult, easy to hunt. The dodo had poor internet security. That's what its issue was. Um, so I think that wraps us up. I think we've transformed into a, a bird podcast. So this has been Bird Chat. Have a happy... Um, so thanks. So this has been um, <laughs> this has been bird chat, and it's kind of gone off the rails. This has been bird- it's uh, it's late here, and we're talking about computer. Yeah, we were always trying to get to this. Th- this podcast was meant to be about birds. We were trying to get to it all this time, but this internet security stuff just kept getting in the just way. Keeps getting um, in the way. We got there eventually, though. Everyone just wants birds. It always happens. Everyone needs them. You never get. Th- um, you can never. This podcast is actually about birds. It's really hard to. Yeah, I know. It's like a. It's a Other stuff just gets in the way, you know. I've almost like, completed my life. collection, and I just, just want to catch fill the fill the bird bird key decks. No, bird go. No, <laughs> I just want to play bird go. <laughs> so, you, so you can tweet us your favorite birds at but yeah pod, or you can send us an email but yeah pod at gmail. Tweets us your favorite bird. Tweet us literally your favorite bird. Tweet to woo, my favorite bird is. Uh, uh, I got nothing that rhymes with that. I can only say "hoo hoo" and that's an owl. That's that owl sound an owl, makes It's not the name of an owl. Yeah. Okay. You've ruined the podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. That's it. I'm stopping recording. <laughs>